This episode is sponsored by Natural Mat, an organic bed and mattress company based on the banks of the River X in Devon. Natural Mat controls the whole process of making, from collecting organic wool to sending out the finished product in its own vans. You can visit a Natural Mat showroom in the Cotswolds, Chiswick or Devon, or log on to naturalmat.co.uk. People think they've got to get it perfect, and in fact the whole point of decoration is not really perfect. It's layers and layers of imperfection making something wonderful. Welcome to House Guest with me, Carol Annett, Interiors Editor at Country and Townhouse magazine. Here I chat to those clever creatives behind the houses, hotels and brands you see in glossy magazines like ours. Guests include interior designers and architects, as well as celebrities dipping their toe into the world of decorating. My house guest today is Nicholas Ponsonby Haslam. Ponsonby. 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 I do apologise. Uh, Nicky Haslam to his friends, one of our greatest English interior designers and one of the most important figures in British interior design, founder of NH Studio, a painter, writer, literary editor, cabaret singer. Yes, all those, all those things. All those yep. things. Um, Nicky, thank Jack you. Jack of all so trades. <laughs> Jack of view trades. <laughs> thank you so much for well, coming fun. to speak to us today. Fun. It's very, very kind of you. And it's lovely to see you because our paths have crossed occasionally. Yeah, never um, enough. Never enough. You came to the hunting lodge once, didn't I you? I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you had that wonderful, um, do they call it the folly? Yeah, in... well, it is a folly, but yeah. it wasn't a folly. Well, it's called folly, yes, it is. Yeah. I did that book on it called Folly de Grand Earth. And you were there for 50 years, which I hadn't yeah. realised, which is an enormously long time. Yeah, got sick of it. Oh, did you? <laughs> so it was John Fowler from Sybil Carfax and John Fowler. Pre-D. His Pre-D. Hunt, he had, hunting he lodge. And then he was empty for about five years. And then it and was then National it Trust. No, he left the National Trust. Oh, I see. And then you took it on. John left the National Trust, yeah. It was quite a project. A task, I tell you. Yeah. And <laughs> the I National remember... Trust are not very helpful. Yeah, I can, I, uh, I can imagine. And did you have any say in who, because obviously Francis Sultana is in there now, did you have any say no. as to who was to... No. I knew he was going to get what I knew David Gillard applied, and I knew, I knew he'd get it. Yeah. Lots of people said to me, can you get me in, can you get me in, but I knew I couldn't, unless, unless they'd offered more money, because I mean, they'd certainly yeah. offered a whack, whack of money. I remember it? you'd painted so many of the surfaces of the tables and chairs and it absolutely had your stamp on it yeah. and I remember saying to you Nikki how do you know when to stop and you said good god you never stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> which I loved and actually being here in your London residence I mean everything has got the Nikki kind of well it's quite mark. fun isn't it yeah, yeah. it's wonderful it's yeah. wonderful so your home is now in the Cotswolds yes and who's helped you with that? To decorate it? Yeah. Me, nothing. I, I just did it all myself. But you've got During some... lockdown. Oh, did you? Well, I was there. I got it just before lockdown. So I spent lockdown doing it. Yeah. Which was heaven. And it doesn't need much. It's, it's, it's quite small. It's got a nice one and a nice big room. Well, not very big, but big enough. And I just used all the stuff. I didn't, I didn't sell it myself for the hunting lodge. And I had a bit in storage and a few sofas and things that I've used. So, and, and are you part of the Cotswold set? Do you go and have dinner with Jeremy Clarkson? Oh, yes, I sometimes do, yes. Oh, so, so it's... Yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They're all, they're all fun, that lot. Yeah. David Cameron. But I don't see, I don't see a lot of them. Um, so I wanted to ask you, after all the extraordinary houses that you've decorated and, um, you know, the, the books and everything, do you think we care a bit too much about decorating? Do you think we, it should be more frivolous, or do you think actually? Well, it makes freer, a rather than frivolous. I think, I think you, there is. A, you've got a point. 
people sort of care about finishes and things like that. And whereas I was added with a whole lot of decorators last night, we're all saying the awful, that red word finish. Uh, look at that lovely finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, people think they've got to get it perfect. And in fact, the whole point of decoration is not really perfect. It's, per it's layers and layers of imperfection making something wonderful. But surely then you're saying that that takes time. Yes, and I'm also saying it's for people who actually live in the houses, not somebody who has one apartment in Paris, one apartment in New York, one apartment in London, which they visit perhaps for two months at a time, and that has to be perfect and clean and exactly looked after. Otherwise, because they don't live in it enough to, if I use the word, to fuck it up prettily. You're allowed to say that. <laughs> These days, you say anything. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I thought was very charming, looking at the pictures of, the, of your, where you are now in the Cotswolds, is there was quite a lot of lilac and purple. And... Oh, well, I love that, those colours. But is that something that you've kind of come uh, new to, or you've always used in your decorations? I've always used it. I, I, funny enough, I remember in the 70s, I did a show house at a, off Walton Street. It was about one of those first times there had ever been a show house. I did a, a room in it. And I did it in lilac and green. And people said, you are mad. Nobody will ever use that colour combination, ever. Now it's the biggest combination you can have. Everything's lilac and green. But the point is that all shadows are lilac. You half shut your eyes. Everything actually is pale mauve. It's a wonderful colour. Sort of colour of air, really. Sort of non-colour. I don't mean mauve with a lot of blue and lilac. In it. I mean more sort of brownie grey dove colour. It's a very important colour. Do you think that that's been part of your success is being able, and your love of art, is being able to, to see the depth of colour? Yes, I think I've got a very good colour sense. I, I can recognise colour in my mind. I can sort of see a colour that I'm looking for in the streets, and that's the colour I want. And also, I love using very commercial colours. What do you mean by commercial colours? Well, I've painted the ceiling of my, no, the doorways around my particular country, the most wonderful shade of blue. It's the blue from those plastic bags you have to put your butt junk out in. It's exactly that blue match. Strapping tape, that brownish colour strapping tape, that plastic yeah. stuff. It's one of the most beautiful colours ever, if you use it right. What I was fascinated by is you quite often create shapes around a well, doorway. Nothing. Yes, or... yeah. This is copied from the famous salon from Guerlain by Berra. He did, he did this line brush panelling. Took the girl a half an hour through this room. Yeah, it's, no. it, it, it just... It, and it, you know, people don't notice it. Also, people then say, I love that panel room you've got when they've been here. Yeah. But they don't know it's not real, you know. Yeah. I love the idea also that you talk about mistakes being a huge liberation. Can you sort of give us some well, examples of where you've made mistakes that have kind of allowed you to then go on and do something? Well, I, I just think if you, if you make a mistake and you sort of recognise it, you just have to say, I've made a mistake, not try and put it right. You kind of have to break the mould completely again and rethink it and re-evaluate the, the weight you're putting into the, into the project, the, you know, the, the whole thing. It's just no point in correcting a tiny mistake. You have to almost start from scratch. So you started your career as a photographer. You're based in L.A. No, I started at Vogue oh, in New York, work, working, for, working for American Vogue. And then you... And then, then I went to Arizona, cowboy. Yeah, to be a cowboy. Years. And then I went to, to, to Los Angeles for three years, but only I just did a few photographs. I wasn't being a photographer. It was just an excuse to be there. Really. And creating sets I did some decor. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I did a bit there for Natalie Wood. 
And do you think that that creating sets, that sort of love of the theatre? Well, they weren't sets, to... they were um, rooms. Oh, really? Yeah, sort of party sets. Okay. Yeah. But that that they would take down afterwards or oh, yeah. live in. Or I'd have stayed down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you kind of um, get your ideas for that? I mean, well, can you describe some of the well, parties my, that you my, did? Well, my father had a brother called Oliver Haslam, who was an architect and a designer. Well, he had one, one, one was an architect, Robert was an architect, and the other, Oliver, was a designer who made wonderful model theatres and things like that. And he, I sort of grew up around them. So I always liked the idea of theatricality uh, and and making something with one's hands that then became something bigger than one's hands, if you know what I mean. And painting in a kind of way is just a, a, a bigger version of that, and decorating is a bigger version of painting. Yeah. It's all a sort of progression. Was your mother creative? Not really. She was creative in other ways. Not, she, no, she, wasn't, she, she had good taste and could do size rooms, but she couldn't draw with it. She wasn't creative for that reason. Odd enough, my father's family, who cotton spinners from Bolton had much more creative side than my mother, who was an Anglo-Irish aristocrat. <laughs> but, but, and so she, so her real name was Diamond? Diamond, she was born of the day of Queen Victoria's Diamond Human. Uh, Queen Victoria was her godmother. What sort of projects are you working on at the moment? We just finished that thing of charities. What that was that thing sweet, of charities? Sweet of charities. It's called the Nicky Haslam Suite. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Have you christened it? Well, they, they, you, can, you can rent it. Okay. <laughs> There's a thing in that, the Clarity's magazine on it, Maybourne. Oh, they wonderful. There and you did that in conjunction with... Um, I got the girls in. Yeah. yeah. So the girls are Lucy and Jenna, Lucy Derbyshire and Jenna Quinn. That's so right. they're Studio QD. Yeah. And they used, so it worked with well, they you worked together. Well, Jenna came to me 25 years ago, more, and Lucy about 20. Must be a nice boss, wasn't I? You must be a very nice boss. Yeah, yeah far too nice, I should think. <laughs> so tell me about this. What did you choose, sort of the decor of Claridge's? Well, you have to do it sort of um, in the style of yeah. the art deco. You don't want to suddenly go tartan and, an and antlers do. Like, I think didn't somebody try to do that? It was simply awful. So Tessa Kennedy or something did a sort of tartan. I mean, charming is their own way. Uh, so it's sort of, uh, but but I, I tried to make it look quite chic, yeah, and uh, not too desperately bling, not bling, it's the wrong word, shiny, shiny thirties, uh, but sort of a little, little bit of more this sort of feeling, a bit of pastiche and lightheartedness. Okay, here's one for you. What must a room always have? Something to make you laugh, <laughs> make you smile, not <laughs> not laugh, ha ha. But a room should make you smile as you walk into the room. Some so, people say, that's nice. So a full-length naked Or it could be that, or it could portrait. be a dog, or it could be just, I don't know, but that broken plate. Something that isn't perfect. Yeah. No, not, it... not that odd enough. That sort of is shocking in a sense. It's more like a pretty lampshade. I can't explain it. It's something, oh, that's nice. That, that, that's comforting. We're just glancing over there because there is a um, very large portrait. Uh, well, it's a photograph. It's a, pho a photograph, but a he did do it. A, there's a pixelated version where it just does look like a Freud. Um, of of Nicky sitting naked in Lucian Freud's chair that he would paint a lot of his um, portraits in. And who took that photo of you? He's got Richard, uh, uh, James Ostra. But actually. Because of where it is, and because of what you've got above the fireplace, it doesn't. You don't. It doesn't 
shout at you. Yeah. And it's, it's not until there you are two vault portraits there, but they've yeah. got, they're, they're there. Oh, because of the water damage. Yeah. People say, why have you got all these portraits? I was like, the answer is nobody else fucking wants them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've just told me you've been photographed for the National Portrait Gallery. Yeah, by that wonderful Sir Walker. And he did it naked. Oh, did he? In that show. Fantastic. Fantastic. He was inspired, that he was inspired by that picture. Um, sitting here looking at some of your um, wonderful fabrics, are you still... Um, painting and drawing and creating. Yeah, but that, that, that collection goes very well. Turn on Gigon, my collection. That's one of them. That's, I know, it's gorgeous. Which I'm using on a job we're doing, a big show house we're doing in, 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 in June. What's that for? Called Wow. Oh, you're doing with um, at, at the Chelsea we're doing, we're doing the Legend Room. Fantastic. And so when you say we, is that with Lucy and Jenna? No, it's with, with my uh, Colette. My Colette Van der Tullard, who I work with in Canada. Yeah, but... Okay, so they've given you the the um... the main room. It's the first room that you go in. Okay, so the Wow is the exhibition that um, Claire yeah, German yeah. at Chelsea Harbour. They and they, they built that the sort of whole house down the yeah. middle of the. Did you go tent. and see it last year? No, I didn't. It was fantastic. And it was very very, very good. It, it looked was... wonderful. I thought it looked wonderful in the in the um, pictures I saw of it. Yeah, she's so very clever, Claire. She is very clever. So different designers do each room mm. and. Um, it's such a fun thing and so inspiring. And I think they were just by using different designs, every room you go into and you literally, you sort of go, wow. Mm. So how long, have you, have you got, an, you, can you give us a sneak of what, um, how it's going to be? Will you have some lilac in there? There's a lot of the lilac, yes. Is there? Lilac and cotton, I've sort of riffed off these. I've put four, four of these in the middle of the room with, with low bookcases and sofas and things. It's sort of, Interesting, sort of modern and yet kind of not trad. Where did it's you a take? Sort of, it's a sort of play on a, on a library in a country house, you know, an old fashioned library, yet it's sort of up to date, up to date. And as far as houses that you're um, working on, do you still, if people come to you, would you still design? Oh, yeah, I've just done a house for children of that world trad in, in uh, Yes, I, I, I choose. I choose who I work for. I was going to say, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think I take on any new clients. But I've got so many that like things, you know, redone or new rooms or whatever. And I don't want. I don't want. I, I was asked to do a house in New Orleans for clients. So I've done four houses for. I just thought I cannot fly to New Orleans anymore. It's too difficult, and there's no direct flight. And yeah, you don't fancy doing it all via Zoom then. Oh God, you can't. Have to be in the room. Yeah. Room speaks. Rooms. Rooms will tell you what to do. Yeah. They will say, "This is what you're going to do in here." Really? Absolutely. Can't room speak? So, so even new the... built, even new built rooms say something. They say, "Don't do that. Put put the door there. Make the, make, even that up. Don't put the don't put the window there." And that has that always happened to you that yeah. you walk into a space and it's. But what happens if you walk into a, a hotel room, for example, and it and it's just wrong? Well, then you have to you have to balance it out. You have to sort of find some way around that. But hotel rooms are usually built quite well. They, I mean, they don't actually build them wrong. It's it's modern architects that build them wrong. Modern architects, the curse of the world, can't design rooms. Love or money, can't design interiors. Doors, the corners of rooms, you know, off centre fireplaces. Radio is just where you want to put a sofa. Always. Yeah. <laughs> always, always, always. Because they see on plan, they see a long wall, 
on the CAD, and they think, oh, there's a nice space, radiator. So you're elevating from a sofa. And that's so annoying when you end up <sighs> sticking Drives you nuts. Yeah. I, I, I say to people, if you want me to work for you, let me see the plans before you do anything. Yeah. Do you think we are becoming much more accepting in the UK as uh, using interior designers? I know in God America yes. it's always been. God, yes. And when I started, people said, oh, Nick is helping me. They say, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's it, no more. Yeah. <laughs> It's very time-consuming doing it, you know, doing decorating, and people think they can do it themselves. And they, you know, and they'll drive to Cornwall to find something that's slightly cheaper than London, or something. Not, not costing them their time and best or anything. They've got the fabric for a yard cheaper, you know, pound cheaper a yard, and they don't know the time it takes. And we're just there to smooth out. It's like a travel agency. We're there to smooth out the flight. So we're we're becoming much better at valuing are interior designers now. Are there people whose work you admire? Yeah, there's some of the young ones. There's one called Brandon, who my cousin George Pansley works for. Is he, in Ameri- is he American? Um, he's American, yes. Yeah. He's called Brandon something or something Brandon. I think he didn't. Did, did he not do Warehouse last year? Sure he did, yes. Yeah. And my, as I say, my cousin George Pansley works for him. And I've seen quite a lot of good people recently. Because it's much freer now. That Ten years ago, people had a sort of Stereotype look, didn't they? Sort of Kelly Hopper or Colfax, roughly. Now there's sort of a mixture of people accept. And sort of modern things have come into it, like, I don't know, computer computer games or consoles. They've got all these, the old days of hiding a television was gone, wasn't it? Now we love them in the room, big as possible. I think we've, sort of, we've, we've learned to accept modern life. Yeah. Not trying to hold it at bay, which the kind of way Decor was until really about sort of 1980. They were trying to keep it in the past, make this room look as if it's been here forever. I suppose know? in a funny way, um, televisions are barely sort of seen as technology now, aren't they? Well, so... Do you remember the skirted tables that were <laughs> <on> television? <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit of skirting, though. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. But it's funny with the television under it. Yeah. Best way to hide the television is to drop a proper picture against it. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for um, allowing us to sit down and pick well, your brain. you did. And, um, you got everything you need, though. Good, yeah. good. I've been yeah. chewing my nails. Right? <laughs> That's right. We'll let you off. Sustainability has been at the heart of Natural Mat since day one. This year, they became the first bed and mattress company in the UK to gain B Corp status. They also hold the Queen's Award for Sustainability. Using only certified organic materials, Natural Mat's mattresses are better for you and the planet. Visit naturalmat.co.uk. Thank you for joining me today. You can hear more house guests on British Airways in-flight entertainment in the audio section, along with our sister podcast, Breakout Culture, with Lord Ed Vasey and Charlotte Metcalf. You can follow me on Instagram at Carol W. Annett. <laughs>